Do you feel stuck living the life that someone else planned for you? Are you ready to dive deep and discover the life you dream of living? I've helped many others create the life of their dreams and step into it, and I can help you too. Schedule a discovery session with me through my website, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com to begin your dream life. Have you ever doubted your own self-confidence? Hmm. Being over 50, I'm not sure I can count all the times I have. Going through a divorce, questioning if I chose the right career after already devoting 10 years of my life to it, and then dating as a single mom. I'm not as young, maybe I don't look as pretty. The questions just keep coming. Whether it's self-doubt on our life choices or our surroundings or our appearance, it creeps in. Join us here as we share tips and stories of how to grow your own confidence inside and out with experts who have also experienced the highs and lows of self-confidence. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and this is the Beautifully Confident Podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Podcast. I'm Kelly Buckley here with my beautiful guest, Afia. Let me share a little bit about you, and then we are going to hear from her and all the exciting things that she has going on. Afia Alfaez is the CEO of Underdog Millionaire and messaging consultant living in Atlanta, Georgia. Afia is the mother of a beautiful 12-year-old daughter, Imani, I hope I'm saying that right, and inspires and empowers entrepreneurs to create success and significance in connecting their passion through correct messaging. Afia is passionate about working with experts who are ready to experience the mental clarity required in order to show up with more confidence in business to generate more money, greater impact, and leave a lasting legacy. Afia is featured live at the Outcomes and Breakthroughs Mastermind, powered by the Underdog Millionaire. So I'm excited to have Afia here. I just recently started working with her and the Underdog Millionaire Club and Minting Millionaires, which she's going to share a little bit about you. So I'm excited for her to share her story. Hi, Afia. Hi, Kelly. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So let's just jump right in. So as I shared with you, the name of my podcast is Beautifully Confident, where we share stories from women mostly. We are introducing some men to the show. Your confidence journey and how you elevated and and where you're going with that. So Afia, do you want to share with us your confidence journey and, and how any pivot points that you may have had? Absolutely. Thank you so much for asking. So my confidence journey is still ongoing. It is something that I have to work on every day. But there are a few things that created significant turning points for me in order for me to get to this place. It it required that I work on myself. So one of the first things that changed is when I quit the quote unquote, good job. Mm. (laughs) Uh, for Well, it was for entrepreneurship, but it was also to reconnect with my father. So I had been working at the job I had been, I was doing well, I'd gotten promoted twice in a 12 month period. But at the time, I had also reconnected with my father and I requested time off that they didn't want to give me because it would have been two months away from the job. So I mustered up the, the confidence to create boundaries around my putting my personal growth above a job and decided to let the job go and quit 
because my personal growth was more important to me at the time. And it, and it really did take me standing in that and being okay with sacrificing that part of my livelihood in order to grow in another way. So that was the first thing that I did that really meant that I was, I was defending myself. I was standing in my own, in my own, how do I want to say it? I supported myself in my decision instead of doing what everybody else would have thought would have been the right thing. So that took a lot of confidence. It really took a lot of grit uh, from within. And then the the second turning point in the growth of my confidence came from when I left an abusive relationship. So uh, with that, my business partner actually helped me through a lot of that. Dr. Obama Bowen, he helped helped me to realize that if if you are in an abusive situation, you can't possibly be as confident as you can be because somebody else is dominating in your life and somebody else has more authority over your your thoughts and your behavior than than you do, no matter how you try to slice it. So having the courage to exit that, that relationship and that situation, it took a couple of attempts too. So uh, that showed me what I was capable of. It showed me that I was willing to do the work uh, that was required to become a new person that would not put up with anything less than the best. And it's taken me from where I was to where I am now, which is the CEO of a business with the same person. So uh, those were the two most significant turning points that, that come to mind. Wow, that is so inspirational to hear. Obviously, yes, you had to muster the the confidence and the the grit to do that because that is especially leaving the abusive relationship. So, wow, and I commend you for doing that because I know that must have been a very hard step. Oh, absolutely. Wow. So, obviously, you had to recognize some maybe some some feelings or emotions and then and then consciously decide on some steps to take to grow that. And I do have to say, you had also mentioned, you know, your confidence journey is ongoing. And Absolutely. being in the Minting Millionaires program, I'm realizing that too. And it, it takes some hard work and grit and, you know, some me- meltdowns and maybe a couple tears and then moving <laughs> on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what are, it, for our listeners, were there some trigger feelings or emotions that you felt, I shouldn't be feeling like this, I need to do something about it? Like, what are some things that maybe others could identify that they need to make a change as you know, you quit a job to to move on? Well, some triggering feelings for me, like if we take the first scenario, for example, was that there was a cap on the value that I bring, if I were to take time off, that I was no longer valuable to the business at all. Uh, that there was no wiggle room for my personal growth when it came to my professional growth within the context of that company. In terms of of being in that relationship, the triggers were obvious, but when you don't have confidence, you ignore the triggers. So it's like the red flags are going off, the alarms are going off, but if you put somebody else's value above your own, then they just get dismissed. Like like sleeping, it's like sleeping through an alarm clock. Uh, when you know that you're supposed to get up and do something about it, you you instead just <laughs> just let things slide. And then that affects your standards, that affects how you treat yourself. So you start responding to yourself like how the other person is is treating you. So those are those are just a few 
examples of what to look out for? Are there the red flags, the alarms, anything that challenges your idea of how you want things to be? All of that has to do with you uh, betraying your own standards and and you betraying being true to yourself. And and they should definitely be addressed uh, in order to move forward at the quickest pace and, and to be your most powerful. Wow. Yes. Oh my gosh. So what I heard in that was also just sitting down and and also recognizing what you value in yourself. Are you tired of draining your ad spend budget and still not landing in front of your ideal clients? Did you know the amount of podcasts have more than tripled in the past three years? And podcast advertising is helping more people get in front of their ideal customers. Visit my website, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com to schedule a quick chat with me to see if your business qualifies to advertise on our show. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Actually, that is a really powerful move. I'm sure you've heard the idea that we all have the power to change the world. Like when it comes to, not to go too far off on a tangent here, but but when it comes to spirituality, like I've explored a lot spiritually. And basically the one thing that a lot of different religions and a lot of different disciplines have in common is the idea that we are all powerful. We, We can create whatever it is that we want to create. It's just whether or not we have the courage to do that or whether or not we are brave enough to handle the responsibility and everything that comes with it? Are we, are we brave enough to handle the, the consequences of making that choice and to take power into our own hands? And that goes from an individual level to the highest levels of leadership. And, and that's the one thing I just, I just wrote something about this yesterday. There was a TV show I was watching and there's a theme that ultimately you, you lead yourself. And that is where confidence becomes significance is what are you telling yourself? How are you leading yourself? Who is the the authority in your head that is directing your life? And that makes all the difference. Yes, that is impactful. And no, you were not off on a tangent. Okay. <laughs> that was great. Thank you. So I also like to give our listeners a couple steps. So I know it's, it sounds like you took some some big steps, like you left yeah. a relationship, you left a job. So were there, you also talked about the personal growth. Are there a couple smaller steps that maybe our listeners could start to take if they're starting to identify, I'm not where I belong. This is, this is not good for my health, for my well-being. Were there Mm -hmm. um, any steps that you took or that you'd recommend that, that people could take to start that growing confidence Mm -hmm. journey? Oh, absolutely. So number one is to be brutally honest with yourself is to really just grab a pen and paper or get a journal and just pour your heart out and just be honest. I like to say that the paper doesn't judge. So if you write things down, even if you later burn the paper, I think sometimes people are afraid to release. They're afraid to release what's happening into the open, but you have to start there. You you can't, you can't start based on a lie. And ultimately, if something is challenging your your confidence, there's a lie that's being told to you somewhere, some somewhere there's incongruence. So the first thing is to get honest with yourself and to make an assessment of where you're at with your confidence and how your confidence is affecting your life. The next step after that is to then 
identify where you would rather be. What is it that you want? And and truly just go for it. Like uh, there's another person that I follow. She she says, just let yourself want the thing. <laughs> uh, allow yourself to desire whatever it is that you desire. And it is the it's the mismatch between you wanting what you want and feeling that you deserve it is where there's a lapse in confidence. So the work is syncing the two. So that is what that is what it all boils down to is identifying where you're at, identify where you want to be, and then take the small steps towards realizing those those things. That's great. Yeah. And yes, I, I love that. The, the paper doesn't lie. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because they do it think- judge. Yeah, when we when we sit down and just get quiet, it's surprising like what will flow from us. Mm-hmm. Especially yes. when you just let it happen. Like I love journaling. I I have moved quite a bit in the last few years, and my journals go with me everywhere. I've been journalist since I was about twenty two, so I have dozens of journals. And every now and then I go back and I look at some of them, and I and I celebrate my growth because that that's another part of confidence is. Not not criticizing yourself, but but being able to recognize like where where you need to grow, and then being able to go back and see that you did indeed grow from that old person into this new person. It's it's really fulfilling. It's 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 rewarding. That's great. I'm glad you mentioned that about journaling. So, are there any things, any specific things that you do on a daily basis to keep that going? Because it it is it's in process all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I start my day with with God. So I will uh, read or listen to the Bible. I will just spend some time. I'll listen to uh, gospel music sometimes and, and just get still and just focus on that. I also like to meditate. I, I love meditation because it, it keeps me centered. Meditation is, is <laughs> it creates superpowers because it heightens your awareness in a way where you can you can, it makes you better at discerning what's going on in your environment so you can make better decisions. So, so that, and then of course, journaling. So I'm learning how to bullet journal still, (laughs) but just, just the act of writing down my thoughts and creating a plan, even, even if things go haywire, (laughs) the act of creating a plan lets me know that I can get through it. And it makes it so that, you know, when, when life throws you curveballs, you're not freaking out too much because you know that you can always create a plan and stick to it and that things will eventually change. So, yeah, I would say those are the main things, focusing on God, meditation and journaling. That's great. So um, could you mention one thing that I have not heard before? So before we move on to what, so where this took you in the world and, and what you're doing now, what is mm-hmm. bullet journal journaling? Oh my gosh, Kelly. So I don't remember how I found out about it, but there's this book called The Bullet Journal Method. And it's basically a, a method of journaling uh, that helps people who have ADHD or problems with focusing anxiety, that sort of thing. It helps you organize your thoughts so that you can take more effective action and move past things. So if you're the type of person who has a million post-it notes everywhere, uh, a million different notebooks with a million different notes. <laughs> it gives you a way of cataloging all of your ideas so that they can continue to be actionable. And I'm that person. So I 
I'm working on this because I require a way to make sure that whenever an idea occurs to me, I can actually act on it and it not be sitting in a drawer for three years and <laughs> and nothing ever happens. <laughs> I love that. I love that because I I often will drive along with no radio on, nothing on in my car. And uh-huh. my daughter pointed out to me, she goes, do you always drive along in silence? I said, yes, because there's enough going on with all the voices in my head. There's enough, yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm I'm going to have to look into that book and, and oh. get started with that. It's awesome. There's, if you go on, also if you go on YouTube, there's people, it, it, it's also an outlet for creativity. So there, yeah. there are people who do incredible things with their bullet journals and it just allows you, it, it allows your mind uh, some place to be and express. <laughs> so if you're an overthinker or a creative or, or if you do have anxiety or ADHD or whatever, I also, I always think that those, those states are just, um, they're gifts. They're for people who can handle, just have more brain power. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a place where you, you can rest your thoughts <laughs> and they'll live to see another day. That's great. <laughs> they'll live to see another day. I love it. <laughs> All right. So Afia, last last question, because I always want to know, you made your pivot point. Um, now, what are you doing to help others with their confidence journey so that they can start living their best version of themselves and the life of their dreams? Absolutely. So um, thank you so much for asking that. I, as I mentioned, my confidence journey is ongoing. And in marketing, for example, there's this idea that the person that you're helping is really just who you were a few years back, who you were at the beginning of your journey. So what I'm doing now is I'm the CEO of a business called The Underdog Millionaire. And it its foundation is in education, educating people how to be their best selves, live their best lives, uh, maximize their potential in every area of their lives. Our main project is the Underdog Millionaires Club. That is where we meet twice a week and we just help people attain that seven-figure mindset so that they can generate seven figures in a calendar year, which for most people, it doesn't seem like it's something that's attainable, but with just a few shifts in mindset, it is completely doable no matter where you are, no matter how many times you've had to start over, no matter what you think you can or can't do. And what I do is when it comes down to it, um, a lot of people who struggle with this, it's not because of lack of ideas. It's because, because of the times that we live in. It's the overabundance of ideas. So all of these things that I've had to clarify for myself, I now help other people attain clarity, particularly people who tend to overthink, um, take their ideas, take the areas where they have their expertise or where they're most effective and turn that into a high ticket coaching business. So we have the Millionaires Club and then we also have Minting Millionaires. Minting Millionaires is where we actually hold your hand through that process. What happens with a lot of people is they wonder if what they have to give is worth anything to people. They wonder if it's a big enough problem to solve. They, they wonder those things. These are all the things that I had to wonder about myself when I was getting out of a job, when I knew that the, the communications skills that I had learned there and, and the fact that I was self-motivating enough to continue to learn about how to communicate with people and retain your customers and, and clearly communi- communicate in, in the written and the spoken word and all of these things that it was worth more to people and I could help more people than just the phones that I was answering or the calls that I was assessing. Even in 
the relationship that I was in, I was running a white label uh, marketing agency, but I was still I was still feeling inadequate because of how I was being treated. So even in that context where I, I deserve to be treated better, if, if I am to be of service, it doesn't mean that I'm a slave. If, if I am in this place educating business owners on how they can make sure that they're hiring the right people or making sure that they're running their business adequately, in addition to just running their ads or helping them with emails or creating graphics or whatever, uh, that I was worth more than just the job. It's my home life shouldn't have to suffer for me doing my work well. So all of these things I help people through the confidence it takes to increase your standards and to be unapologetic about that and to continue to move forward and to have something to offer that you're proud of that you know you can leave behind to your kids, to other team members, to the, or just to the people that you're meant to influence. So I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so and for for people listening, um, if you're driving, it's going to be in the show notes. So if you're listening and you thought, well, I would want to have a seven seven figure mind shift. Yes. All of the the notes will be there. How you can connect with Athea through the Underdog Millionaire Club. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> and not like I said in the beginning, um, I, I recently joined and it's it's been amazing all of the mind shifts that I've had so far. And we're only like two weeks into it. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking forward to, you know, where the journey even takes me, but even so enjoying hearing everybody's stories and getting to know you know, where people came from, because I think most, most, probably all successful people have a story of, of where their pivot point was. So mm -hmm. I loved hearing, hearing your story and all of the notes will be in the show notes. So thank you for being here with me today, Athea. Thank you so much, Kelly. I appreciate you. <laughs> Anything else you want to add for our listeners? Yes, absolutely. We are so excited about the the millionaires club we have done so much work on seeing what's available in the industry in terms of helping people have a wealthier mindset and we've taken everything that we've learned and created the best products we're a little bit biased but creating the best experience for someone who is looking to not only get the seven figure mindset but maintain it and be able to have uh, a wealthy mindset under all circumstances. So if anyone out there is interested, our website is www.underdogmillionairesunite.com. And that is all I got. <laughs> That's fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing today, Athea. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.